All right, a little false start. We can, we can regain. We can do it again. Let's, let's, let's try for that. What a fucking week. Good chat about it. Let's have a little drinky boo. Why not? What else is there to do? Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast, everybody. Hope you're all doing fantastic out there. As always, what a fucking week it has been. I literally haven't left the house since last time we chatted, guys. Tuesday last week, I did a a podcast episode, and at the time, uh, the wife was unwell, and she was kind of in bed, kind of just waiting it out, whatever, just seemed like a normal cold. She was tested positive for covid um, so we both had to isolate for the last seven days. So tomorrow I get out and I get to go back to work. Hooray. And all that sort of shit. Uh, so we had an entire week off and over that entire week, I did not contract COVID. I was trying my fucking hardest guys. I was, um, you know, obviously not really distancing from the wife, open mouth kissing, licking assholes, all that sort of stuff, trying to get this fucking disease. Because uh, I figured if I got to take this week off anyway, um, I might as well actually get it over and fucking done with. Uh, so my immune system's a little bit more equipped for the future. Something like that, right, guys? But turns out my immune system's already equipped and it's just not getting this fucking virus. I don't know what to tell you. Um, the wife didn't have too much of a hard time of it. Uh, she was in bed for about a day, just sort of, it's regular cold sort of shit. So there's one day in bed, then just recovery for a couple of days after that. Um, all fine and dandy now. However, she's still tested positive today again. Um, and she's supposed to come out of quarantine tomorrow. So we'll see what fucking happens. No symptoms, no nothing. Who knows what these tests are actually testing for. Uh, because yeah, I keep coming up negative guys. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I would way rather get this shit over and done with, but uh, yeah, it's just not going to happen. You know, if I didn't get COVID this week, um, I'm not going to get it. Uh, It's probably just the way it is. You know, some people just don't fucking get it. I might just be one of those people. I don't really know. I don't really know, but it's been a fucking boring week. God, I thought. If I had this whole week to myself, um, you know, maybe I can get some projects sorted. Uh, just the fucking lethargia that struck me. I just couldn't be fucked doing anything. So I just drank and hung out and did fuck all all week, guys. I wish I had some new music to show you. I mean, I did. I played guitar for quite a few days. There's a few days in that week that I did pretty much just sat here at the bar watching bullshit on YouTube, playing guitar, and um, yeah, no, there's there's some ideas that, I've, that I want to flesh out, and we might record some shit coming up soon, something like that, we'll see how the fuck it goes, but yeah, guys, I did fucking nothing, what a boring ass fucking week, I did keep in touch with everything, music news and all that sort of shit, we will get into it, uh, and by the way, somewhere over there, um, so uh, the wife was tested positive on Tuesday last week. Uh, so obviously we're in the w- the week of isolation. 
Um, Thursday was my birthday. So all of the plans for my birthday were fucking cancelled. You know, like my, my brother has been away for, you know, maybe three months or so um, filming a project in L.A. Uh, so when he came back here to isolate for a week as well, um, I mean, I'm not really going to throw myself under the bus, but I am because I, I went and fucking hung out with him when he first got back. I didn't really give a fuck. He had tested negative for COVID, so I thought there was no threat. It's just a fucking bureaucratic fucking... Um, hoop you have to dr jump through so he did jump through that hoop and I uh, hung out and so he was coming out of quarantine um, basically the day before my birthday so my birthday celebration was going to be a joint sort of family catch up with Adam slash my birthday all that sort of shit I didn't get to attend had to sit at home and people dropped off a few gifts and it was, it was kind of fucked up. Like, uh, I swear to God, my wife got as many gifts as I did dropped off to the house. You know, there would be like a, you know, the dog bark and all that sort of shit. Go check the front door and there's a fucking, um, a bouquet of flowers there. I'm like, no one I know has bought me flowers for my birthday. Lo and behold, they hadn't. They had bought them for my wife. Not my friends, but her colleagues at work had sort of sent her a whole bunch of get well soon bullshit. Um, and they completely forgot about me. <laughs> but, that, but that was it. Like, you know, because I was in lockdown for that time, I told everybody that all I want is just cartons of beer. Just drop them, uh, packs of cigarettes, drop them at the front door. And I'll get through this uh, in my way. I'm going to do it my way. Uh, so that's all I did, guys. I just fucking drank and smoked way too many cigarettes over the last fucking week. It just is what it is. Lockdown life is shit house, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting out of the house again tomorrow. It might be fun, or I might just want to come straight back into my little fucking bar here and drink again. We'll see. I don't know, but it's been a fucking wild week. There's been lots of fucking music dropped. I've checked out a bunch of it. Don't want to talk about all of it as always, but we'll get to that at the end of the episode as we always do. Just wanted to do a quick fucking shout out, but again, I don't don't I, I don't like this stuff. I don't like shouting out dead people um, to the internet as if they exist somewhere online. Although I, I'm pretty sure somewhere in the future humans will uh, go beyond this uh, corporeal life of ours to a digital life and will remain there forever. Something like that. But Shane Warne died this week, guys, and it's coming as a big surprise to everybody. For those of you who don't know, Shane Warne is a bowler. Uh, not a 10-pin bowler. He is a, a cricket player. He's a spin bowler. Um, he was in the Australian cricket team... Uh, Fucking, as far as we're concerned, is one of the greatest athletes Australia has ever produced um, in not only talent, but also in attitude. This guy was a drinker, a smoker, fucking did not look like your typical athlete, but shit, he could fucking throw a ball. I, I know there's a difference between throwing and bowling, um, but shit, he could bowl a ball, right, guys? Like... Shane Warne was fucking amazing at spinning this thing to do wacky shit when it bounced or whatever. He just fucking crushed it. And he just had the attitude to match where he just knew what he was doing, had the beer gut, fucking everybody loved Shane Warne. Uh, and he died tragically um, a few days ago, guys. Uh, he had a heart attack. 
in one of these houses in Thailand, I believe. So, you know, th- this is such a big deal to Australia that um, our government has offered his family a, a state funeral for Shane Warne because he was that much of an icon to Australia that the government should pay to bury him, right? Uh, and rightly so. The guy was a fucking legend. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things surprising about Shane Warne. Um, his immense amount of talent was surprising, right? Uh, people are obviously surprised that he was so young. He was in his 50s, early 50s, and he had this fucking heart attack, right? Um, but if you you know his lifestyle, it's not too crazy. You know, he was a smoker. He was a drinker. He, he, he you know, probably said yes to a whole bunch of other things. Uh, but yeah, that is a little bit surprising that uh, he would have a heart attack and die at such a young age. But it's not as surprising as other aspects of his life. He was once engaged to fucking Liz Hurley. That is by far more surprising than fucking his early death because of a heart attack. This this is an Australian cricketer. And not a very handsome one at that. Let's just come out and say, Shane Warne wasn't the most handsome fucking guy in the world. He was no Adonis. But um, he somehow managed to bag Liz Hurley. And he bagged Liz Hurley in a fucking heyday. Like, this was like sort of just after um, Austin Powers and shit in the late 90s, early 2000s. He started dating and eventually got engaged to Liz Hurley. So I know he's being remembered as one of the greatest cricketers of all time. But I swear to God that fucking dating Liz Hurley is a way bigger achievement than that. Sorry, cricket. Sorry, cricket fans. But cricket stinks. It's a boring sport. It's fucking shit. No one cares about cricket, but fucking banging Liz Hurley, we can all relate to how cool that is. Oh, my Christ. I had the biggest fucking crush on Liz Hurley in the late 90s. I was a massive fucking um, Mike Myers fan. So, obviously, Austin Powers and shit was well up my alley. And fuck, she was hot. Especially with that British accent, you know. Ugh, come on, guys. Anyway, so rest in peace, Shane Warne. Um, your uh, your legacy is uh, well remembered. And I want to just go out there and say that it's all the stuff that happened outside of cricket that we should remember because you were a fucking legend in all that as well. So yeah, let's have a drink for Shane Warne, guys. The greatest spin bowler of all time. Um, I swear to God, that's still true. He could fucking, he could compete against the best of the world now. All these young guns coming out, fucking flipping balls the way that he fucking invented. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck with Liz Hurley. Mm. Ah. So that all out of the way, guys. That was a big news story this week. Um... But there's uh, some music news. So we'll get into music news because it's a music podcast, believe it or not, guys. So we're going to get into some music news and then um, we'll talk about some new albums that have released a little bit later. So I have heard some shit about Kanye West. We check in on Kanye West even though we're not big fans. But I like the drama. I really like the drama of what's going on with Kanye West because something's happening. I don't really know what it is. Uh, He's obviously lost the love of his life fucking kim kardashian and his kids and um she's found solace in this fucking not very funny gangly weird looking white dude uh named pete davidson and kanye west ain't happy and so a lot of people are fucking saying that this might be uh like maybe a fucking tupac biggie sort of scenario you fucking they're fearing for pete davidson's life and i gotta tell you i kind of agree with him i 
I'm kind of scared for Pete Davidson. Not really. I don't really fear for anybody. Fuck it. They're all celebrities. They can deal with their own mess. But um, I checked out this new music video that Kanye West released. Uh, the song's called Easy. Check it out. It's a weird music video. Kind of all black and white. Bit of um, stop motion claymation shit going on in there. And uh, so people kind of pointed out that uh, it's weird and... It's almost a death threat. Let me explain. Um, in this music video, it kind of has these claymation characters, one of them obviously being Kanye, um, kind of kidnap a guy and um, decapitate him and bury it. Uh, and the, the model for the claymation of the victim happens to look very similar to Pete Davidson. So Kanye's got into a bit of trouble with this, right? He's got into a bit of trouble. As if it's kind of some like real death threat to fucking um, Pete Davidson uh, for, you know, basically stealing his family. Understandable, right? Uh, it's a bit tasteless. I don't really know. So Kanye West has come out and said, like, you know, this is just art, guys. This has nothing to do with it. This has nothing to do with it, right? Um, fucking, he's allowed to sort of express himself through his art. It is not any kind of um, any kind of fucking uh, promotion of, of, of violence or, or um, crimes against Pete Davidson or whatever. But you know what? It's a little specific. It's a little specific for me. Um, and you know what? He, he should be able to do it. You know what? He should just come out and say, yeah, it is. A f I would love to see fucking Pete Davidson get beheaded. Uh, he's fucked up my life and fucked up my family. He hasn't. He hasn't. I, I mean, I, I'm sick of this shit, guys. You know when fucking... If you're in a long-term relationship with a fucking girl and she cheats on you, right? With a dude? Um, that guy is not your enemy. In fact, you probably have a lot more in common than you think, right? You know? Eh? But that guy is not your problem. He didn't know that she was in a relationship. Even if he, even if he did fucking whatever, she's the demon, right? So... Fucking, this should quite easily be Kim Kardashian's head being chopped off in this thing because she's the one that, that's fucking left Kanye. As far as I can tell, Pete Davidson and Kanye have no relationship outside of their shared admiration for Kim Kardashian, right? Which makes them have more in common than not. But I digress a little bit. This was a little bit weird. Go check it out. The music video uh, to the song called Easy um, with Kanye West and... Uh, an artist called The Game or whatever. It's not Triple H. But, um, you know, it might as fucking well be. Who the hell cares? These days, anybody can be anything. That's just fucking what this new world is. But it was kind of weird. Even at the fucking, um, at the end of that music video, it sort of says, uh, it comes up with some uh, some text on the screen saying, um, they lived happily ever, ever after, uh, except for you know who. So that that's what I'm saying. It's a it's a bit specific about um, wanting to kill Pete Davidson, um, but you can veil it in art and get away with it. Maybe you should. I'm all for free speech, um, and you know what? I'm 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 for hate speech as well. You don't have to fucking go through this legalese and say, "Hey, look, it's art. It's whatever." Just say, "Hey, no, 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 no. I fucking hate the guy, and I hope he dies." Why can't you just do that? You're allowed to hate people, right? And you're allowed to speak in hyperbole every now and then if you go ahead and actually kill him, then absolutely take responsibility for your actions. 
but you're allowed to say whatever you fucking want up until that point. Maybe. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, Kanye West losing his fucking mind um, fucking right there out in the public's fucking eye. So let's all keep an eye on what the hell's going on with Kanye West. Uh, I'm sure he's got a legal team suggesting things, but he seems like the kind of guy that doesn't really take advice very well. So, you know, good luck to those guys. Speaking of legal teams, more music, music news, and it's all about fucking legal shit. It's about copyright stuff. Now, we talk about copyright stuff here every now and then um, on this podcast when I, like, I have a pet peeve against fucking um, bands uh, doing covers of songs but not crediting the song, especially when the band is more famous than the artist that they're covering, right? Because everyone's going to just assume that this is one of their songs. And so last week we talked about um, Coldplay doing that um, cover of that Kim Cuddy song, fucking Day and Night, right? Dig the song, dig the cover. Didn't like the fact that Kim Cuddy wasn't mentioned anywhere on Spotify, right? As far as um, Coldplay's release goes, yeah? I think that's a bit bullshit. Because in the, in the real world of, of, of music sort of um, copyright issues and all that sort of shit, um, people are getting sued left, right and centre. I know like Rick Beato sort of mentioned on his uh, YouTube channel that it's very hard to find artists to come into bat for you uh, against some of these giants in the music industry. So say if you've heard fucking uh, like a Lady Gaga rip off one of your songs, it's very hard to fucking find the money, find the, the lawyers, find everybody to, to fucking actually try and fight that, uh, especially when you're facing a fucking juggernaut like Universal Music or something like that, right? Who's going to throw the fucking kitchen sink at it? Uh, but it's happening. Um, and it's happening a couple of years uh, after the fact. But here's what the case is. So Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa uh, released a song in 2020 uh, called Levitating. It was pretty fucking popular. It was a big, big song. Um, and they are getting sued uh, by a band called um, Article Sound System, who's like a fucking white reggae, reggae band who, uh, you know, released a song in 2017 that apparently... Dua Lipa ripped off for her song Levitating and I mean I have some thoughts on this uh, we'll get into a little bit but first of all let's just have a listen to what they sound like back to back right? That's the best way to fucking uh, do this or is it? We'll see uh, so this is Dua Lipa uh, Levitating from um, 2020 uh, it, it sounds like this yeah, I got you. And here we go. This is um, this is Article Sound System's song called Live Your Life. So this track's called Live Your Life, came out in 2017, and apparently it made it to like number two on um, the Billboard reggae charts or something like that. You know, like I said, it's a fucking white person's reggae band. Um, not quite as bad as The Police, but like, you know, it's party time reggae. Anyway, this is their song that they are claiming Dua Lipa ripped off for her hit in 2020. Have a listen, see if you think it sounds the same. Not gonna lie, pretty fucking similar. And you'd think this would be an open shut case. Like the, um, the, the tempos are a little bit different between the songs, um, but if you adjust for the tempo, 
Uh, they're in the same key. Um, they're all in, uh, what is that, B minor? Uh, one of the songs changes the chord at the end, but it's basically a, a B minor, F sharp minor, E minor kind of vamp. Uh, one of them goes back to B minor at the end or something, or doubles down. You're splitting hairs at this point. They are musically very, very similar, but this does not mean that it's a direct ripoff because all music is at some level a bit of a ripoff of something, guys. You can't copyright chords, you can't copy copyright progressions, you can't copyright um, notes or instruments or anything like that, or individual sounds. You can't do that because uh, everything builds from something prior. Obviously, I, I fucking get it. So I don't know what to say about this. Um, First of all, the, um, that, that vocal rhythm that's going on, right? Uh, and that's like the hook. The hook is the vocal uh, rhythm. So mainly that's what you would point to, to something that's a ripoff, right? And let's face it, that fucking lyric, all night, they're hit exactly the same way in both songs. So it fucking feels like there's no possible chance that uh, Dua Lipa hadn't heard the Live Your Life song prior to writing that because, like, what are the fucking odds of hitting that fucking oh, night that on the exact same note, the exact same rhythmic phrasing over the exact same chord in a very similar tempo? That's, I don't know, how many fucking coincidences do you need uh, before it's a conspiracy? Because there's more than that. There's a bunch of them. But, but this fucking article sound system um, crew did not invent that rhythm or that idea. This is an old, old fucking musical trope called the Charleston. What the Charleston is, is basically any kind of vocal melody or um, it's really a melodic thing, but it's based on its rhythmic structure, uh, which would have like a dotted eighth note. So you've got yourself a dotted quaver, a semi-quaver, and then a crotchet rest. And you get this fucking da-da, 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 da-da. That's the Charleston rhythm, right? I didn't mean to hum those exact notes, but th that's a Charleston rhythm. It's been around for fucking ever. And uh, guess what? There's songs that have been very similar to fucking Article Sound System's uh, track, Live Your Life, as well. So I'm going to see how this fucking plays out in the courts because there are certain similarities that makes you go, uh, yeah. But then also check this out. Fucking... Um, you know, Michael Jackson has a similar sort of idea uh, with that Charleston rhythm um, with fucking Blame It On The Boogie. Uh, fucking... Blame It On The Boogie. Something fucking... It's, it's got that Charleston rhythm in it as well. So does a song by Outkast uh, from 99. So it predates all of these guys by like a decade. Um... Uh, the song Rosa Parks, uh, it, it has this fucking, tell me if this sounds similar to those other two. So, as you can see, there's more to it. <laughs> It sounded originally like a complete ripoff. Like Dua Lipa was absolutely ripping off um, Article Sound System. Fine. Um, but they were also ripping off all their forefathers. All these artists stand on the shoulders of giants. 
Um, and of course, you're going to get a little bit of influence here and there. Like fucking, you could do a lot worse than influencing things uh, from fucking taking influence from things like a Charleston rhythm, like the Jackson 5, uh, like Outkast even, you know? These are great artists and these are great songs and they've obviously fucking made a hell of a lot of money for somebody. So that's fine, but don't try and start fucking suing left, right and center um, when you haven't got your own ducks in a row, you know? Um, it's very rare to find some complete original musicality these days. So good luck. That's what's going on. So tell me what you think, guys. Do you reckon Dua Lipa fucking um, ripped off Article Sound System? Do you reckon Article Sound System have a leg to stand on? Or did they fucking rip off a whole bunch of shit before them? I know what's weird is the fucking, the key of the song and th that line fucking all night. That's a little bit fucking, uh, you know what? I hope fucking Article Sound System get some money out of Dua Lipa because that is pretty fucking bullshit. I don't know. But there is more to it. So don't make those judgments until you look into it a little bit further, maybe even more than I have. I tell you what, fucking a guy named Adam Neely on, um, on YouTube, he does a great job of breaking down this issue. Check him out. Um, even, even like I mentioned before, Rick Beato did a video about this um, controversy. And, you know, just make up your own mind. That's for the lawyers to decide, guys. Anyway, let's get on to some fucking new music that I checked out this week. Because uh, some is good, some is bad. Uh, we won't talk about the bad. Let's just talk about some good stuff. Uh, last week, I really kind of trashed the shit out of um, the, the new Avril Lavigne album, right? I even, label, I even named the fucking episode Pop Punk Sucks, and I hope you guys realize that I didn't mean that. I fucking love pop punk, but the way it's been iterated through the likes of Avril Lavigne in her new album, ugh, ugh, could do without that, right? Um, however, I did check out an album that would loosely be called Pop Punk, in my definition of it, which, you know, is up to me. Uh, Suko. Suko, I think is how you say the guy's name. S-U-E-C-O. Uh, he brought out a fucking album called um, It Was Fun While It Lasted. And this is kind of more of like an, like, I don't know, if it's like light screamo alternative sort of stuff. So it's kind of like this next iteration of what like emo punky sort of music would have been. But it's actually very, very pop. So it is kind of a pop punk album. And if this is pop punk in the future, cool. I'm way happier with pop punk um, being more of this Suko style Sort of, at least it's got some feeling behind it, you know? At least it's, at least it seems like it comes from a place of real emotion. Uh, the Avril Lavigne album was just leaning way too much into the pop side. There's something about the grittiness of Suko's voice that just kind of feels more punky, right? Um, and I liked it a hell of a lot more. I mean, it's not a long album, guys. Less than 30 minutes it comes uh, in under. Uh... So I guess you would call it alternative, sort of whatever. There's some hard-hitting drums. They're all very formulaic kind of songs, right, guys? We're talking about just like little verse choruses, just sort of spitting it out. But, you know, the guy feels like, um, like he's genuine. Like he believes what he's singing and he has a great delivery and I fucking dig it. Like it's, if pop punk is more like this in the future, um, then fine, I'm happy because that can grow uh, in a good direction rather than just constantly converging towards pop. Because it seems like so many fucking styles of music just converge towards pop. And all of a sudden you've got fucking Ed Sheeran appearing on your album. 
Not a good look, guys. Not a good look. So check out the album, guys. It's called It Was Fun While It Lasted by Suko or something. Um, I, don't, I don't really care how to pronounce his name. That's how you spell it. So that's how I'm going to say it. It was fun while it lasted. It was a fun little album, guys, but it's a short little album because the next one I want to talk about was um, is actually way different, way more mature. It's kind of more in the vein of that Hiatus Coyote band that we've talked about before, how it was kind of this new electro-y jazz, very vocally driven kind of music. Um, so it's from an artist named Michelle. Uh, and the album's called After Dinner We Talk Dreams. Uh, and just decided to check it out. And I had a really fucking good time listening to this album, guys. It's beautiful. The vocal harmonies are amazing. Um, just I, it, It's got like this uh, playfulness with the vocals, sort of like what Björk used to have, like where it was like there was, there was like screaming moments and kind of just things that were kind of in the background. They weren't main melodies, but they just added so much fucking flavor to the to the album to the to the song that it was on and just for the whole fucking soundscape um that they're trying to create that's very very fucking personal you know so really enjoyed this album guys it's a different kind of thing it's not your pop punk it's not proggy it's not heavy at all it's just you know what to be honest that pop punk album, that um, Suko one that we we're just talking about, that's more pop than this. Even though all the production sounds pop on this Michelle album, now, the production is is pop production, but the the structure of the songs and the and the maturity of the um the chord progressions and the textures and all that sort of stuff elevates it way beyond pop. It's just cool. It's like this new electro jazz sort of style, and I dig that sort of stuff because it's musically interesting to me. It's obviously impressive with technical prowess because the fucking vocals are amazing. Amazing. Um, definitely worth checking that one out. Guys, I recommend it. So that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about for this week, fucking week. I, I did check out a whole bunch of other albums and I just can't come to fucking actually talk about them because one of them, one of the albums was a fucking like hour and a half long. Some old fucking prog rock band it just sounded dated and i just don't want to fucking trash on these guys too much so uh that's all i'll say about some of the other stuff i checked out uh is that it sucked and maybe one day maybe if i do like a patreon or something like that we can actually do listening parties together guys and i'll let you know my real raw thoughts on things in real time without having to curate them a little bit even though i understand i'm a little bit brutal on this podcast uh, but you should hear my fucking um, on-the-spot thoughts sometimes. I, uh, bit of a dick. I understand. That's just what we are. Anyway, hope you've all had a fucking fantastic week out there. If you've got any new music that you reckon I should check out, you should definitely hit me up. All my links are in the description of this podcast. Um, I'd love to know what you guys are listening to and what I should listen to next week. We will be back. I'm back at work, so I'm not in lockdown or anything like that. Like I said, the, the fucking wife tested positive again today, but you know, fuck it. I'm not testing positive. I'm out of here. I'm fucking going to go live my life COVID-free, even though I may have COVID. It's just what it is, guys. I'm going to leave you with a little track. This is another one of those ones uh, that came out of a jam from the old jams from years ago. Check out the old episodes. They're all in there somewhere. Don't really know what jam this one came from, but it's one of the tracks that we put together. I've probably shown you before, 
but we refresh these things every now and then. I have a couple more actual jams with Liam uh, to show you guys, and um, maybe we'll get to work on pulling cool ideas out of them soon, but Liam's a busy man. He's out of town, so we'll see what the fuck happens. Alrighty, guys. Take care now. Bye-bye then.